Welcome to the Orange Five. My name is Brian. We're all about positivity and optimization. We're going to talk about some things that I'm sure you guys will be excited about. Let's get into the room. Check it out. What's up, Orange Pie Nation? It's your host, Brian here. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you guys the journey that I've been on for the last 41 years uh, with health and fitness. When I was young, I knew that I wanted to be a dad and I was 100% sure that I wanted to be an active dad. You know, I, I didn't want to be that 30, 40 year old who couldn't run around with his kid, play ball, wrestle and have fun. So the journey that I've been on, man, it's, it's been personal for a very, very long time. And in the beginning, I thought that health was more about fitness and looks and strength. And of course, it is that and some. But here recently, I would say within the last five, six years for me personally, it's taken on a more of a nutritional slash fitness exercise workout balance. You know, I was always that kid who loved gym. Like I may have been failing math and reading, but I was getting straight A's in gym, like <laughs> all through school. And the family I grew up in and the culture and community I grew up in, Food was food, you know, uh, if it was edible, it was food. I don't think there was a, a strong emphasis on uh, proper nutrition. Really, it was about trying not to go hungry more than anything. So in my early days, ooh, and when I say early, I'm talking about ooh, from birth up to about 30. Food was, you know, if it was edible, it was good. You know, it was consumable. If, if my taste buds liked it. You know, I pretty much ate it from fast food to junk food, gas station food, sugar, you name it, 7-Eleven, pizza, hamburgers, McDonald, you know, all of it. And uh, but the one consistent was, like I said, from the age of 11 all the way up till now, I've always been consistent with my workout routine. In 2018, I was walking in the gym one day. And the young guy who I had seen in the gym previously, you know, he, he was a regular. So I had seen him quite a bit. We had never spoke to each other outside of, hey, what's up? How's it going? How you doing? One day he stopped me and was like, bro, have you ever done a bodybuilding show? I was like, nah, man, I've never done a show. And it's not that I didn't know what, it, what he was talking about, because I grew up in an era where we didn't have YouTube like we have now. And we didn't have Google like we have now. So all the health and fitness information that I received, I got from magazines. I, I bought all the magazines, you know, the muscular development, the man's fitness and health, uh, all the muscle mags, Ronnie Coleman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I had them all like seriously. And I was kind of religious about it. You know, like I would read their articles. I would study and practice their routines. Uh, now, the diet part. Like, I, I just really wasn't heavy on the diet, diet part. I ate what I wanted to eat. I drank what I wanted to drink. You know, there was a time where I even smoked, you know, but yet I was still working out, you know. So it's not that I was, you know, ignorant to bodybuilding when he asked me about it. I was just, you know, I never even thought that it was possible for me to do something like that. And uh, but when he brought that to my attention, it actually sparked a nerve in me and. A young guy that I go to church with, 
he was actually in the process of uh, training individuals to do bodybuilding shows. He was a bodybuilder himself. So once he planted that seed, man, I eventually asked the young guy that I know if he would coach me. Lo and behold, he was like, yeah, of course, man, I'll coach you. And I did my very first show. I placed third. Got to admit, I cheated on my diet a little bit. And with that being the case, I had a guilty conscience. So I decided to do it again. And this time I said, let's see what happened if I give it my all. If I don't cheat or cheat as little as possible, try to be as strict and disciplined to the diet as possible. Let's see what happened. So I did it my second time. I came in first place, beat everybody. It, it kind of blew me back because when you're backstage at a bodybuilding show and you're looking around, you immediately get the feeling that you don't belong because everybody looks amazing. Like, seriously, you don't see yourself the way other people see you. You only see what you see. And you're like, wow, like, should I be here? Am I supposed to be here? That guy is definitely going to win, but he could also win. But he could also win. It's just crazy when you're when you're looking at all these other competitors backstage. So the fact that I went on stage and actually won, it just kind of it kind of blew my mind that, OK, OK, you know, there, there's more out there. There's more to me. There's more in me. So that was my first eye opening experience to um, to personal development and self growth. In my early to late 20s, I would probably say about 27 to 28, I started having pain in my right shoulder and it became quite unbearable to the point that I was going to the doctor to get x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs, and everything just came back negative. The doctors kept telling me nothing's broken, nothing's torn. You know, we don't know what it is. It's just inflammation. Take some medicine, give it some rest. And of course, I did all of that, but the pain was consistent. And being that I was a gym, you know, an advocate of the gym or gym rat, you know, I had to alternate my workout doing seated or standard shoulder press or something that I just couldn't do anymore. Uh, if you're listening to this and you know anything about, you know, fitness and health and weight movements, then you probably know of the Arnold press. It's where you take the dumbbells, you know, you put your arm in a 90 degree angle, you bring it up towards your chest and you press and rotate out as opposed to having your arms out laterally to your side and pressing up. With the Arnold press, you start with your, with your elbows right below your, your chest and you push up and you rotate and press above your head. So, I was able to do that movement when it came to doing shoulder press versus the traditional arms out to your side, press up. And that was the movement that I did all through my bodybuilding shows, all through my daily routines. And it worked. And I just learned to live with that shoulder pain um, when it came to raising my arms outside of the gym, doing certain movements. I was totally restricted and limited to moving my arm in a certain way. And like I said, I just I just came to live with it, came to deal with it. It was my everyday norm. It's not until in my late 30s, about 37, 38, that I started to get some popping in my knees. And I had no idea what it was. You know, you hear things like popping and people tell you that, hey, you know, you're getting old. 
It's normal. It's a part of the game. Live with it. Deal with it. And that attitude and that mantra is so baked into our culture that we just accept it. We don't question it. We don't doubt it. We turn to the supposed experts who are the doctors and we take their word as law. You know, eventually that pain in my knees, that that knocking in my knees became painful. You know, and pain, you know, pain that I cause to myself, I can deal with. But pain that I don't know where it's coming from, pain that's uncomfortable. Yeah, I wanted to address that. So I went to the doctor, told him what I was experiencing and his immediate diagnosis. I mean, it, it was immediate. He didn't he didn't need time to think about it. He didn't second guess it. He didn't doubt it. He immediately told me that it was arthritis in my knees. And I'm like, okay, great. I love a diagnosis. With a diagnosis, we can begin to treat something or address it, right? So, so I kind of hit on something there when I said treat or, or address. Um, you know, prior to what I know now, I was in the mindset of treatment, you know, because that's what we're taught. We're not taught to, to address things in a way of prevention. We're taught and trained to, to treat things. So in that moment, when he diagnosed me with arthritis in the knees, I'm like, okay, what's, what's the way forward? And his advice to me was, it was two things. It was simply take pain medicine to help with the, the pain that I'm feeling. And secondly, stop lifting heavy weights. Stop lifting heavy weights. He told me that arthritis was a symptom of my sporting activity. The fact that I played football in high school, the fact that I've been weight training and weightlifting for the last, you know, 20 something years at that point. He told me that that was the cause of my arthritis. Now, coincidentally, at the same time that I was diagnosed with arthritis in the knees, one day I was listening to, to NPR, you know, talk radio, and I heard a doctor being interviewed and he was talking about food being a cause of disease, uh, discomfort, and in some cases, you know, even death. You know, I'm talking about the major diseases, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and even arthritis, right? I'm literally in the process of listening to this book when I get this diagnosis. And once the doctor tell me that I have to lift lighter weight or I can't lift the weight that I'm used to lifting. Um, I mean, for me, that was a no go. Like I never once considered that I would stop lifting heavy weights. So, of course, I finish up the book. I take plenty of notes. I decide to start taking this doctor's advice. And the name of the book is called Metabolical. Metabolical is the name of the book. I started taking this doctor's advice. The pain in my knees go away. The popping in my knees go away. No more popping. And uh, so, so what's some of the advice that the doctor was giving in his book? He was stating that the majority of our, the majority, if not all of, you know, a large part of our health issues are due to our lifestyle. Primarily the foods that we consume. They're highly processed. They're genetically modified. The, the animal product that we're eating, they're being fed a poor diet, an unhealthy diet. So they're actually sick. The cows, the pigs, the chickens, the things that we're eating, they're sick. 
So after we consume them, we take on that sickness in our bodies, you know, um, and I'll try not to go too far down a rabbit hole, but it pretty much boils down to finances, right? The food industry, their job is to get the animal big as possible, as quickly as possible at all costs so that it can make it to market faster so that revenues can come in quicker, right? So that's the gist of why our animals are sick because they're being fed substances to make them fat quicker so that the food industry can profit more, right? But anyway, so I'm reading this book. I decide to take the advice. The popping in my knees go away. The pain goes away. Lo and behold, without even knowing it or paying it any attention, the pain in my shoulder go away. Just vanish. Just just totally go away. Right. And um, that was like an aha moment for me. Then my dog gets sick. I come home one day and my dog, I got two dogs, the youngest one, she's nine years old now. At the time, she was about seven years old. She's not walking. She's limping around the house, barely moving. Me, my son, my wife, we're like, hey, who, who stepped on the dog? You know, who kicked the dog accidentally? You know, uh, she went from limping to not being able to move. We physically had to pick her up, carry her to the car, drive to the vet, carry her and lay her on the counter while they did the uh, while they performed the diagnosis on her to find out what was wrong with her. They give us a call later on that day. They're like, hey, your dog has um, your dog has arthritis in her hip. And we're like, okay, what do we need to do? They said either she's going to need a hip replacement, which is going to cost $8,000, or we can just medicate her until, you know, until her time comes. If we do a, a hip replacement, which is $8,000, what's going to happen if the other hip go out? You know, are we going to put another $8,000 on that hip? So we thought about it for a few days and it's like a light bulb went off in my head. It was like, she got arthritis. You just cured your arthritis. Let's give it a try. What I started eating, I didn't just start feeding it to myself. I changed the whole family's dynamic. Like when I cooked, what I ate, everybody ate. I, I took over the cooking in our home. I, uh, I shopped for the groceries the meats, the vegetables, the cheeses, the oils, the spices, all the ingredients. I, I prepared the meals. Their dog food came from wherever I could get it. You know, it came from Walmart. It came from Albertson. It came from Kroger. You know, it's just dog food. We don't, we don't think much about the food we feed dogs. You know, we figure that those who made it, the scientists, the, the manufacturers, whoever, whoever it is that make dog food, we just assume that they know what they're doing because they're the pros, right? That's what they're good at. So, but anyway, so we stopped feeding them the store-bought dog food. And I went from just giving them our scraps off the plate to actually grinding it. I would put it in the blender with some water, you know, and then serve it to them. So my dog, who was limping around the house for about two weeks, within less than a week, she was walking and running. Within less than a week, she was walking and running. Her arthritis had been reversed. Reversed. Totally healed. It just, it was an aha moment for me. You know, it was like, how could this even be possible that my doctor told me to take medicine? My human doctor told me to take medicine 
and to stop working out and life would be good. When really all I had to do was change the foods that I was eating. That's it. I just had to change the foods that I eat that I was eating. I didn't take any medication and I didn't stop working out heavy at all. I work out just as heavy as I did prior to the diagnosis, if not even more. Thanks for tuning into the Orange Pod. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the rest of your week.